Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to talk about uh, public opinion polling and political polling. We, we talk about that a lot in uh, this show and, and similar shows uh, about, you know, what Canadians are thinking. And there's a number of uh, very reputable uh, polling firms uh, whose representatives appear on the show on a, on a pretty regular basis. But what about the idea of, of the subjectivity versus objectivity? You know, how is the question asked and, and how are these uh, the numbers that they, they do gather, uh, how are they being interpreted? Our next guest has got some uh, pretty strong feelings about that. He is Andrew Perez, who is a senior consultant at Hill and Knowlton Strategies. He's also a volunteer for the Ontario Liberal Party in the 2022 uh, provincial election uh, and is uh, is knee-deep in, in politics and has been for quite some time. Andrew, great to have you back on the show. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Bill. Great to be here. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about your interpretations of, of polling, or maybe more importantly, the polling companies' interpretations of some of the numbers. I, I saw some of your tweets on this, and and uh, the numbers and that are, tell a story, but the, the the way that they're being interpreted and the way they're being presented to the public uh, sometimes can be rather confusing and 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 maybe much more subjective than objective. It's certainly, and I think you know, polling has really evolved over the last. 30 to 40 years. And it's really a, a double-edged sword in the sense that, um, you know, 40 years ago, um, you know, virtually every Canadian had a landline. And so land uh, calling landline phones was how polling was conducted. And so you could you could expect to reach the vast majority of Canadians that way. Um, because any good poll you know, it must be randomly selected so that you're you're getting opinions from a wide variety of Canadians, whether it be, uh, you know, a single mother, for example. Um, you know, if, if 12% of Canadians are single mothers, you know, you have to be tapping into those viewpoints. And so today what we've seen is almost 50% of Canadians don't have a landline. Um, Canadians are on mobile devices. Um, they often don't answer their phones when they hear fo- when they get a phone call from a uh, you know a number they don't recognize. And so pollsters, while polling and the technology surrounding polling has advanced considerably over the last twenty to thirty years, um, it is harder to get that representative sample. But because we with the advent of technology. Um, we are able to get that, and polling is 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 quite precise in Canada. I did some research, and um, compared to other countries, um, generally our polling is within two point five percent range of accuracy. And so, I think the key takeaway is polling in Canada is generally quite accurate, but polling is always simply a snapshot in time. And so it really just takes that snapshot of what public opinion is on this day at this time, and that can of course change very rapidly. But do the numbers themselves tell a story? And, and I, I saw the example here, for instance, uh, uh, the, you know, because one of the polls that comes up on a pretty regular basis here is even though there's no election imminent federally, you know, the, well, where are the conservatives, the liberals and the NDP with popular opinion? And, and the numbers and the story uh, from a number of the agencies in the last little while is, well, the conservatives are way out ahead right now. Uh, and uh, as, as you mentioned, uh, one of the pundits said, well, yeah, that means the prime minister is going to get killed in the next federal election. But that's not really the story that those numbers tell. I mean, as, as no. you point out here, and, uh, there yeah. are a number of people here that just don't like the Conservative Party, and they outnumber the people who seem to favor the Conservative Party. That that's correct. So the poll that I that I tweeted about showed the Conservatives with thirty six percent support, the Liberals at thirty percent, and the NDP at twenty percent. Now, a six percent lead over the Liberals for the Conservatives. You know that's that's certainly a lead, and if if those numbers held on election day, that would that would likely produce a a probably a strong minority government. 
possibly a majority. And that's the other question here is efficiency of the vote. We know that Aaron O'Toole and Andrew Scheer uh, in the last two federal elections won the popular vote. Um, but because their vote wasn't efficient, because they racked up huge majorities in ridings in Western Canada, uh, but lost all kinds of ridings in Ontario by small margins, they lost the seat count and therefore they didn't form government. That's how our system works under first past the post. So, you know, there's so many different factors to consider. But the, the point I was making in that tweet is, you know, 36% is is really not strong support. Um, there was a time in Canadian politics where uh, prime ministers were able to get in the high 40s, if not 50% support to form a majority government. And then when you look at where the other portion of Canadians are, and you add the Liberal and NDP numbers, you have 50% plus. So broadly, 50% plus of Canadians are supporting progressive parties, progressive options are are likely supporting the informal cooperation we're seeing between the Liberals and the NDP. Um, and so I don't think that poll was was that encouraging for the Conservatives um, because it shows that they're, you know, they really don't have majority support and a majority of the public is looking, you know, are, are looking to vote for progressive options. So I think the Conservatives need to be careful. Of course, we we do live in a first-past-the-post system. And so if the vote, if, the, if they are able to have any efficient vote, that poll could lead to, to them forming of government. But there's just so many caveats. And I think a lot of voters and, and general members of the public just aren't aware. And I think polls can be misleading. And I think that's an issue that's been discussed in the past is the role of public opinion polling in campaigns. Um, should they be as, as frequent and publicized on a daily basis? Do they influence the way people vote? Um, oh, I'm going to I'm not going to vote for this party because mm -hmm. apparently it has no shot. So I think these are important questions that we continue exactly. to grapple with. Well, and it's an ongoing debate that uh, that we're going to have to pick up another time. We're just about out of time. Uh, Andrew, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much for this today. Thanks for your time, Bill. Take care. Andrew Perez from uh, Hill and Knowlton Strategies. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.